Hello and welcome to Supercoach HQ. We're back here with the uh, the table again, and I'm joined by Josh and Shorty. How are we, fellas? Good, mate. Sir. Doing pretty yeah, well, mate. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's uh, good to be back at the table. Uh, we had a, an interesting first week. We had some varied numbers. Shorty, you had a your man. How did he go? Yeah, Rory Sloan went pretty well, actually. I think he scored about the 117 from from memory and. Yeah, he, he was top scorer, I think, for the Crows. So I was pretty happy. He was back to some good form and served my side pretty well. How about you guys' selections? Uh, how'd they fare? Josh, how, how did uh, your man Edwards go? Uh, yeah, I chose uh, Shane Edwards from the Tigers, and I think he was the worst performing of all the players that were brought to the table. And I got a few abusive text messages for a talking few of my mates into him. So he only got 57. I'll definitely be looking to improve on that. Yeah, I, I didn't do much better with uh, Cade Simpson, but we are uh, we're only just giving our opinions. We can't guarantee the numbers, but uh, Shorty, seeing you did uh, pretty well last week, I'll let you uh, take first reign. And who have you brought to the table this week? All right, thanks, mate. And those selections are for the long haul too. So bear in mind that premiums aren't just a one week thing. So I'll back those selections in. But this week I'm bringing a couple of blokes to the table. A bit of a two course meal tonight. So we got Penderbury first up. But- it's a pretty obvious one, I feel, but he's priced as low as I think he's going to get at 558. Uh, I think he had an 85 not too long ago, and you know he's just missed his buy. He's going to get rid of that score, uh, break even of 102. So he'll get that no worries. But the point is, this is the best time to bring in one of the best scorers in the competition. So I think um, now's the perfect time to bring him in, especially now is the time most people are sort of finalising, especially the midfield spots. So I've got another premium mid there um, to top up the midfield. And also a bit of a sight to the next couple of weeks. Obviously, Gary Ablett looks like he's returning this week, and if not, very soon. And you don't want to be left shortchanged in a few weeks when he loses that 87, and he could drop anywhere from potentially 100k to 150k. You just never know. His break-even is 230 at the moment. So by the time Gaz is right for the picking, you're going to want to have him and you don't want to be left with a rookie who's at 160 or 180 and not doing too much. So Andrew Boston comes to mind for mine. I think um, he's a real chance to make a lot of money, a real nice break-even of negative 40. He's already had one price range, so that's a bit disappointing, but you never know how many are going to come through at this stage of the year. So I don't think you want to be left behind when Gaz comes around and steals another one. He has the buy at the moment, so he's not really relative to the table this week. But, yeah, you don't want to be left behind when Gazza comes along and you don't have enough money to generate or trade up to. So a couple of options at the upper and lower end of the midfield for me this week, guys. Yeah, I see. I, uh, I don't mind the Pendleby pick, but um, I don't have him yet. But uh, one of my little concerns is he has been carrying a few niggling injuries this year. Josh, do you think, Collingwood, if they, if they do keep their winning ways going and against some of the weaker sides in the second half of the year, do you think they'll look to rest Pendlebury or he'll uh, you'll see a little bit decreased time on ground numbers? Does that concern you at all? Uh, no, I don't think that concerns you because he is their captain and Collingwood haven't been a team that has rested in the past. Uh, I think he's just too important for their side at the minute, regardless whether he's 80%, 90%. He's always going to score around 100. So pretty impressed by that little entree there, Shorty. Thanks, mate. And I think the fact that the Pies will be fighting out for a, a real finals eight spot will suggest that they can't afford to rest him, you would imagine, yeah. towards the end of the season. So that's another positive. Um, you know, he won't be like a Lewis or a 
you know, maybe a five, who knows, dare I say, it could be rested later on. But uh, that's what I'm bringing to the table, guys. Um, keen to hear what you've got to say, though, Sean, after last week. What, what do you got today? Uh, this week I've got one of my own boys, Daniel Hanabry from the Sydney Swans. Now, he's at 570 grand. Now, he's been the highest scoring of all the Swans midfielders this year. His lowest score is 86, and that looks pretty good considering some of Lewis's, Salwood's low scores. Uh, he's got four scores over th- over 130, and he's only in 11% of sides. What do you think of that, boys? Well, you've definitely uh, done your research there, Josh. I uh, I like that pick. I think coming off the bye, I think he's he's ripe, and it's a player I'd definitely look at with his uh, consistency and his hardness at the ball. I think he's such a, a great player to, to watch, and I think that's what I really enjoy when I pick my, my super coach players. I want someone that I can enjoy watching. Yeah, and before the buys, he was actually the second-ranked uh, player in the competition behind five for total points scored. So that's that's pretty impressive. And that 11% is pretty appealing too, mate, because a lot of people might look to jump on the obvious Josh Kennedy, which will probably turn out to be a pretty handy pick at a good price. But Hanbury has a, probably a bigger ceiling, you would say, at the moment. So it could be a, a slight point of difference pick as well, which is always handy. Yeah, of course. The only thing is JPK, he's 100k cheaper this week. So I wanted to find someone a little bit different. But yeah, I'd say a majority would be jumping on Kennedy. And I can understand that. Mm, yeah, well, yeah, Hanabry, his break-even's 118. Do you, do, you, do you hold off a week and see if you can get him a little bit cheaper? Or? Well, I reckon he could probably get that against the Tigers, couldn't he? More than capable, you think? Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to... I'd have to agree. They're averaging 116, some uh, very impressive numbers this well, year. From as long as he scores more than 57, I'll be improving on last week. <laughs> well, if he doesn't, you might have to uh, give you the sack. <laughs> Make it a two-man show. Who are you looking at this week, Adam? <laughs> well, uh, I'm going to bring in a, a little bit of a cheaper option. We, we do like our premiums here at uh, Supercoach HQ, but I'm going to bring in a, a little bit more of a mid-pricer option, and I'm bringing Brody Smith from the Adelaide Pros. Um, I do know his form of late hasn't been great, but for someone at his price, he's currently priced at uh, 317k super coach, and uh, for someone of his potential, he's someone I'm really liking at the moment. Yeah, his form has been not to what we maybe thought it would. Like, I mean, you can cop a couple with that concussion, and then it takes a little bit to recover and whatnot. But Personally, I've been a little uh, standoffish with the, the length of time. He hasn't really busted out some solid scores. So he, he really just sort of backing him in on that gut feel that he's going to turn it around for the second half of the year because his, his potential can't be questioned. But he hasn't quite had the runs on the board since, say, the first two rounds. Yeah, well, we, we all know what he's capable of. We saw him last year. He played the 22 games. And he averaged uh, 93 and a half, which is uh, pretty handy for a defender considering the, the sort of lower numbers we've had this year. You did mention that concussion game, Shorty. He scored 16 after that head clash with Nick Rewalt. But if you take that uh, that score out, he, he's averaging 82, which isn't too bad. And at that price, you know, if you've got a Adam Oxley or a, an Adam Saad, you can almost downgrade. You can make 80K off those sort of blokes and bring in a Brody Smith, who I think he, his ceiling's a lot higher. You know, he scored 144. Week one, or even if you're you're stuck with someone like a a Lumumba, if you really if you're stuck with him and you you want him out like uh, like I do, I'm going to bring in Brody Smith for uh, Lumumba this week, and I think I'm a I'm a big fan of Brody Smith. I know his scores have been a little bit lower, but 
you know, you, you see where I'm coming from, yeah? The potential yeah. and that, that price, it's hard to ignore. Can he and Rory Laird both score well in the same side? Well, it's not like Smith has been playing a lot worse than Rory Laird. Rory, Rory Laird, a credit to him, he has been great this season. But I think Smith, he's still collecting the ball. I know his disposal has been a little bit off. But, you know, if you look at their fixture and who he's played up against, you, when you're up against a Hawthorne, they're going to bring that, that intensity and it is going to be hard to score against the Hawthorne. But, you know, Adelaide, they've got they've got, uh, they've got got Brisbane this week. They've got Geelong, who are, unfortunately for you, Shorty, haven't haven't brought their A game the last few uh, few weeks. So I think he can uh, really capitalise on, on that as uh, not easier fixtures, but a little bit more lenient fixtures. Yeah, fair call, mate. That price is almost too good to refuse, um, given the potential. But, uh, yeah, he's certainly on my radar. It'll be interesting to see what he can bring for the next couple of weeks, if he can get back to that premium status that we know he can. Any final comments there, fellas, or are we uh, just about wrapped up here? Uh, I'm pretty happy, but I wouldn't mind talking to Shorty a little bit about Geelong's performance on the weekend. <laughs> what do you got for me, Sean? It was disgraceful, mate. No, no, we'll talk about that on maybe a different podcast. <laughs> yes, yes, we will, mate. Later in the week, I dare say. <laughs> yeah, no time for our sneaky digs here at the table. Just serious business. <laughs> it's been good chatting good again, fellas. Hopefully, we have a, a bit of a better return this week than last. But uh, some very impressive names being mentioned. Uh, I'm I'm happy to back all those fellas in. Good stuff, guys.